Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Spiritual Trailblazer, happy Friday. So yes, I am coming to you on a Friday today because the last Friday of each month is Ask Tia. I need a drum roll uh, sound effect. (laughs) So this is the second Ask Tia. So if you are new to the Ask Tia segment, this is something that I'm bringing back. I used to have Ask Tia Tuesdays on my YouTube channel, but I decided to bring it over to the podcast. All right, so these questions are a combination of emails that have been sent to me, uh, DMs, people who I talk to in public, uh, reoccurring questions that I've seen over the years. So I just compiled them all, and I'm answering them here. And I think I'm answering five at a time. Yes, I am answering five at a time, because I see where I stopped that in my notes last time. So we are good. All right. If you want me to answer one of your burning questions about spirituality, business, life purpose, you know, anything that falls under that, those topics, email me at tia at tmrvjohnson.com. I also have been asking people on my email list to come on the show where I help them to resolve an issue. All right. So these are all recorded episodes, guys. So I always assure them there's nothing to be worried about. So if you want to personally come on the show where I help you resolve or, or solve an issue, make sure you get on my email list because I'm offering this to people on my email tribe. All right. So you could do that by going to tmarvjohnson.com, getting signed up. And when I send out that email, you can hit that reply button and you just may be the lucky winner to come on down (laughs) to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast. All right. Make sure you read this week's blog post. Uh, It's a good one. Uh, I really enjoy writing so go ahead, go over to Spiritual and Apartment Living uh, blog by going to blog.tmariejohnson.com. And also make sure you check out uh, the Confessions of Tia this week. Okay, I'm always trying to figure out what should I confess to you guys. So check it out and let me know what you think on my last Instagram post at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. All right, so let's get to the questions. My favorite part about my business. Oh, that's a good one. My favorite part about my business is, I would say above all else, the connections I make with people who I probably wouldn't be connecting with, if that makes sense. Because I am in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There's 1.6 million people here. I'm in between New York and D.C., and I end up connected with someone in Texas. It cracks me up every single time. <laughs> it really does. On top of that, the people who I connect with 
are older women who I used to be so intimidated to talk to, not intimidated, but I used to be really nervous because I would think that I'm this kid. (laughs) Who am I to talk to them about anything, let alone giving them a teaching about spirituality or some part of life? It's just crazy. So I say my, the favorite part about my business is connecting with people who I probably wouldn't connect with if it wasn't for spirituality. Uh, There's something about my energy that people feel comfortable telling me their personal business and they don't really know me (laughs) that well. They distrust me. So that of and in itself is very rewarding because I like that people know I am a physical form of Uh, a bank, uh, a safe, (laughs) your spiritual safe, your spiritual confidant. It's, it's rewarding because people really are going through a lot. And a lot of these people are alpha people. So meaning they are, they're normally the strongest people. They are the leaders. They are the ones who've been doing so much for so long. And now it's their time, but they don't know exactly how to go about certain things because they've been so used to doing things a certain way for other people. Meanwhile, they've been having all these spiritual happenings, like the things that happen in their dreams, uh, things they just know about, uh, visions that they have. These are people who have spiritual gifts and they don't fully understand it. And so me showing up to help them with that is priceless. All right, next. How do I start my morning? <laughs> All right, depends if it's uh, during the warm months or the cold months. <laughs> okay, so more times than not, I start my morning with mind prepping. Every so often, I just sit there and daydream and think, oh, why do I need to get up? Let me think about something else. But I would say nine times out of 10, I'm doing some mind prepping work which means I am envisioning my day. I'm saying some affirmations. I'm saying what I am. So I say, I am strong. I am powerful. I am going to get this done. Whatever that task is for today. I am connecting with people of like minds, like vibrations. I'm connecting with people who can also help me reach new heights. I am like, I'm just constantly doing that. I'm constantly envisioning things, uh, saying things like the train will have warm seats. Uh, It's going to be a smooth day today. You know, things like that. Just constantly thinking about how the day is going to play out. I'm going to be successful today. Things like that. Now, the time where I'm not doing that and I'm just laying there, it's probably because I'm just tired. Sometimes I just push myself, but that's who I am. And I do check myself with that sometimes. And I have gotten better about that over the years. But when it's like a night, like now I'm recording this and it's 3.13 in the morning. I'm a night owl and that's not a problem. So which means I will probably sleep a little bit later. But if it's crunch time and I've been pushing myself a little bit, then yeah, I'll just stay there and just think, oh gosh, this needs to change. But it doesn't happen too often. Sometimes life happens and we don't get things done when we want to, blah, blah, blah. 
and it happens. So that's that's really what goes down. I just lay there and I think, oh, can someone please take the wheel? <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I believe in life after death? Yes, 100% I believe in life after death. And I believe this wholeheartedly for multiple reasons. One is because we're only born with two fears. That's the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Anything after that really cannot be explained. If someone has a fear of snakes, why? You never had a bad running with snakes. Why is that a thing? Probably because in a past life, you were killed by a snake or someone threw you in a coffin and put snakes near. Who knows? But that's my theory, is that whatever we have a phobia of now is due to some past life issue. Two is that... Sometimes when I go places, I feel like I've been there before. I just feel like I know where to go. Sometimes I get a vision. I just feel like I just know. It's, 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 I don't, I don't want to say it's weird. It's one of those things where it just feels like, oh, I've been here before. I, I feel like I look like this when I was here. There, well, next one is that there are some places where I feel like I have to go. For some reason, I feel like I need to go to Switzerland. Even when I was a kid, Switzerland and Sweden, I was just like, I need to go. I used to talk to my pop-pop about that. I say, I used to say, I don't know why I just feel like I have to go to Switzerland and Sweden. There's something about it. I don't know. But, yeah, there's some places I just feel like it's natural, like I belong near. There are other places where I feel like I have been near before. Some things, you know, it's just unexplainable, but explainable at the same time another thing i read an article about why we have birthmarks and that our birthmarks are the areas where we were killed on our body for example let's say you got stabbed in your stomach on the side of your stomach and you have a birthmark on the side of your stomach that's because someone stabbed you on the side of your stomach and it left a mark that's what i that that's what i read and I read that also if you do a past life regression to heal that you from that event, that the mark fades away. I haven't done that, but I do have a birthmark, one that's just above my ankle on my right foot, which makes sense because I've had a lot of surgeries on my right foot. And I have another birthmark that's just on my chin. No one notices it because I wear makeup until one day I didn't wear makeup in front of my best friend. She goes, What's on your chin? I'm like, oh, that's my birthmark. So someone probably decked me and I probably uh, hit my head or they probably just like broke my whole side of the face, which caused me to die. I don't know. But <laughs> that's what I believe. So yes, I do believe in life after death. I believe that we do reincarnate. I, re- I do believe that some people just decide to stay in that spiritual realm. Um. Yes, I believe that they reincarnate or they just stay in the spiritual realm. And let's see, next one. How are you going in the course of your life? In the beginning, oh, someone, when someone, someone submitted this, it was during the new year. All right. How are you going in the course of your life in the beginning of this new year? And a new beginning of the project and adventures you lit. Wow, okay. Let me answer this in piecemeal. How are you going in the course of your life? Pretty good. Pretty good. My life overall has been pretty good since uh, birth. 
um, the only things that really been really traumatic in my life have been the death of my loved ones and my foot issues. But other than that, my, my life's been pretty good. There are some things that um, I want to accomplish that I wish would happen faster in business. Not in my personal life. My personal life is flowing just nicely. But in my business, there's some things that I just want to speed up because I want to do other things, but I can't do some things now unless other things happen. And I can fill you in on those things once they all happen because it'd be a really cool story to tell. But right now it's still in the motion. So yeah, overall, things are going well. In the beginning of this year, and a new beginning of the project. So the beginning of this year was really good. New Year's Eve started off well. Um, I met a guy, but I totally turned him down because I had I was in hangry mode, which I feel bad about. And I actually tried to reach out to him on Instagram, but nothing happened. <laughs> I don't even know it was the right guy. I took a chance. But I feel bad. He was a really cool guy. He loved the Eagles. And um, he knew the Meek Mill song that was playing. So it was, it was nice. But I, I really felt bad. It's a shame. I got to start having, um, what do you call those things? Like granola bars on me. And that's the thing that I have noticed too. And my friend checked me, which I am glad that he did. One of my closest friends. When I become hungry or when I'm just over it, I am over it. And when I'm hungry, I'm like, all right, look, let's just get something to eat, guys. And sometimes my friends tend to linger. They want to still talk. I don't like lingering. When it's time to go, Let's just go. Okay. So at New Year's Eve, Shindig, a fight broke out at the end. It's a nice place. It's not a bad place. But, you know, people been drinking and apparently this guy was touching someone's girl and, you know, how that goes. Don't touch my girl. You know, I'll beat you up. So uh, <laughs> I was over it by that time. A fight broke out and the guy was so nice. He had put his arm out in front of me to make sure I was okay. He even walked over, but it's, it's one of those things when I'm over it, I'm just done. And I, I do feel bad about that. So it started off really good. My new year still started off. Well, uh, it's just that, you know, I just gotta, gotta make sure I have some, some food on me in between because the food there was not good. It was terrible. The food was just God awful, uh, which made it worse. And I'm, I'm very sensitive about my food. <laughs> Uh, let's see. A new beginning of the project. Yes. So my, my new project that's not really new is the, the goddess of Alchemy Temple Academy that I'm, I'm promoting. And I say it's, it's new and not new because I've been working with the goddesses for some time. And my first book that was published in 2014 to be goddess is all about the goddesses. It's just that now I am making it a seven-week program. So I'm going back to my goddess roots. All right, the adventures live together with loved ones. Yeah, so I am very passionate about making time for loved ones, people who love me, I love them, all that jazz. I do not spend time with people who I do not like. I... I used to be the person who was super nice to anyone and everyone, no matter what. And I still am, but I'm more cautious about it. I used to be really giving. I still am a generous person. I'm just more conscious of it. 
And sometimes people want to spend time with me, but they, they're on a different wavelength where they're just not positive people. They're users. And I learned that they're users by how they talk about how they use people. Because remember what I told you, people open up to me easily. And this one person comes to mind where we were in a group setting and again, this is her prerogative, but I just felt like she didn't have to do this. And the thing she was doing with the guys that she was meeting on dates, I just thought, why, why are you playing with these dudes emotions? It's just why she was, she was going out on dates and I don't know. I don't want to tell her story, but it it just it rubbed me the wrong way, and I wasn't being judgmental. I just I really asked her why was she doing that, and she tried to deflect. So I don't I don't pry. I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? We're in a group setting. You're a friend of a friend. I'm probably not going to see you, you know, much more. It, whatever the case may be. Um, and sometimes people still try to be my friend, but I I can just sense the the energy and take note of their actual actions. And that's one thing you got to pay attention to is how people treat other people, not just how they treat you. Right. Let's say you're a celebrity. People are going to, for the most part, want to treat you with the utmost respect and bend over backwards for you. But how are they treating the waiter and waitresses? How are they treating the janitors? How are they treating the doorman? How are they treating everyone else? Okay. I take note of that. So I don't want to be your friend if you're being disrespectful to people because you look down on them. That's, I can't get on board with that. All right. It's not, it's not my style. So I make time for people who display certain characteristics and namely people who respect people. (laughs) All right. And who don't play with other people's emotions. All right. The last question here, how do you stay motivated or two-parter and do you schedule your content? Yeah, I, I stay motivated by thinking of my future self. I know sometimes people say, Oh yeah, what would you tell your, 10-year-old self or 12-year-old self, nothing different. I would just say, keep your toys or something like that. Uh, I think about my future self because I know how I want to live my life going forward. And if I give up now, then I won't have that future life. I will alter my future. So that's first and foremost. Um, I do like to read about wildly successful people. That keeps me on par uh, I haven't had a chance to read a book lately like I really want to, but the last book I was reading was called, oh gosh, where is it? It was by, it's by Damon John. I'm looking at it, but I can't see it because the colors are in yellow. I think it's called like the art of being broke or something like that. I can't think of it. Darn it. I can't see it. Uh, I would type it in, but I want you to hear the keys going off. Uh, but it's, it's Damon John's latest book, and he has a collection of stories about how some of the brands we know and love came to be. The one story that blew my mind was the story of Icy Hot. I'm not going to tell you what chapter it is or anything like that. Read the book. It's red, and it has yellow markings on it. And like I said, I'm, I can't, 
I'm squinting, but I can't see it because it's in my other bookcase. But look at that. The Under Armour story is really good, too. There are some really good stories in there about how people almost didn't make it, right? The one thing I noticed with wildly successful people who started from less than nothing is that they all hit this point where they're about to just say, you know what, I don't even know what's going to work, where they, they're broke again because they invested all their money and didn't work out the first time. They all go to that point, that almost breaking point. But then they decided to give it one last shot or one last push or someone says something that gives them one last nudge. And then that's when they finally break through the ceiling and finally make it. It's it never, it, it's, it's always the same. It, it never, ever skips a beat. They almost always are ready to throw in a towel. And then something comes along and reminds them why they're doing it. All right. So definitely check out that book. But yeah, that's how I stay motivated. I think about my future self, uh, you know, the legacy I want to lead, the things that I want to do. I have some very big plans, guys, and I cannot give up on that. And I read about people who made it. And yes, I do schedule my content. Uh, So with my Instagram, I have a bajillion pictures saved. The issue is with the theme. Well, the issue is not with the theme. I take it back. I said it wrong. The issue is with following along with the theme sometimes because there are some really nice pictures that I want to put up, but I had to stick to the brand because that that's the business page. That's the branding page. And I, I don't have a, a like a personal Tia page. Like that's that's the Tia page there where I showcase what I'm doing and things like that. So I have to make sure that it's easy on the eye, that it flows well. And that takes a little time. I love taking pictures, which is cool because I can be creative. I can add sparkles on there and some animation. So that's the fun part. But then it comes to writing the content. And that's where I have to make sure that it flows. It makes sense. I don't want to say I'm redundant. I want to have a nice, and I don't like to use the word balance too often because I feel like that can set us up. But I do like to have a nice balance of pulling pulling the curtain and giving you behind the scenes, uh, having some tips, some educational uh, tips there for you. I like to have something playful. For example, every year around Christmas time, I post this image. It's uh, a roll of wrapping paper and a Christmas bag. And they have microphones in their hand and a chain that they're wearing. And the caption goes, deck the halls, yo. And underneath it stays wrapping paper. You get it? Wrapping paper. <laughs> so I, I do stuff like that. A little, little bit of comedy, a little behind the scenes, a little education, some fun pictures for my blog. Yes, I do schedule the content. That's a little more trickier because I go through a lot of titles. I use Trello to schedule everything. And Trello is similar to Pinterest, where it's a bunch of boards. 
that's pretty much where the similarities stop. Uh, so I would write the date. So every Monday is a new blog post. So every Monday, and I do a three-month increment. So three months worth of um, putting in the Monday dates and scheduling the times that it's supposed to go out. And I write the title. And sometimes I don't always stick to that title because it sounds right in the beginning. But then I thought, oh, maybe I should tweak it so it can flow well with the title before and a title after or maybe it's not catchy enough maybe it's too long I tweet the titles often so the title that you see on the final cut is usually usually not (laughs) what's the original title I love to write so I have to make sure that I'm not overwriting okay I'm writing a blog post not a book (laughs) I have to make sure that I break it up, that it flows easily. I have to make sure that I have the pictures for them. That's also an issue because I have visions of how I want to take the pictures. Sometimes I need someone to take pictures for me. Other times I just have to get really creative and set a timer on a picture and pray that it comes out well. So that's probably the biggest thing about, two of the biggest things is make sure that the blog post is an actual blog post, not a book, that I have pictures to go with the blog post. <laughs> and sometimes I have to do some editing just to warm up the picture, really. It just seems like no matter what, the lighting is always slightly off because I'm indoors, even though I have a studio light. The best light is, of course, sunlight. Nothing beats sunlight. But I, that isn't always the case for me. So I have to improvise. And that wraps up the Ask Tia. Wow. Whew. A lot of information there. All right. If you have questions, reminding you here, <laughs> if you have questions that you want me to answer, email me at tia at tiamariejohnson.com. If you want to come on the show and talk about it, get on the email list because I'm offering this to people on the list. Okay, I would love to have you on here and speak with you about something that you need help with to work you towards a solution. All right, take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, many blessings, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.